Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, February 24th, 2022. Stand up for your country and don't panic. All right. Bad day for the world. Bad day for the USA. We're going to walk through it. But panic is bad. Clear thinking is good. So this is round one of the new Cold War, which is here to stay for a while. All right. It's back. And uh, there's not going to be any detente for a while. Putin's not going to surrender for a while, but he's not going to win. China, big wild car on the sidelines. All right. So this was just an incredible display of arrogance by Vladimir Putin, disrupting the entire world by invading Ukraine with 175,000 soldiers. Um, We've seen it before in history. But we have not seen an invasion like this since World War II. You can imagine that. So we're working on 80 years, we haven't seen stuff like this. Putin does not care, and that's a key. All right, you can't ra- reason with him. This isn't a rational move. There's no justification for it. He is a worldwide pariah, as uh, President Biden said today. That is true. If you support Putin at all in any way, you are suspect. So keep that in mind because there have been pundits and politicians who have supported Putin. Now, I don't mean saying that he's clever or this or that. That's not what I'm talking about. But if you think that Vladimir Putin is an honorable human being in any way, okay. So um, let's run this down very methodically here. So you understand all the implications because it will affect you, people who are watching and listening to me right now. It's going to directly affect you, your life. Putin's action in faraway Ukraine, where most people don't even know where Ukraine is. It's going to affect them all. Okay. so the Russian stock market today. And remember, Russia is a primitive country. Right. People there don't have many assets. They live week to week. But there is a business structure in Moscow, all right? And the gangsters, the oligarchs, the people who surround Putin, they make billions. So the Russian stock market was down by about 40% today. 40%, half of its value vanishes, all right? So the estimation is that $70 billion was lost by Russian companies today. Uh, an example, um, Spurbank, one of the biggest Russian lenders, is down 72% because they can't get capital. And this is going to continue. So the Russian economy is going to go into a depression, not a recession, a depression. And so be thankful you don't live over there. Um Gazprom, the giant gas company, all right, that was down 40% today as well because they're not going to be able to sell as much gas to the West. They still will sell some. They shouldn't. And that's, I'll get to Biden in a minute. All right, they shouldn't. But there's a necessity they'll sell some, but not nearly as much. Okay, and the ruble, that is their dollar, (laughs) the ruble, Record low, 
all right, for the ruble. So if you have Russian dollars, um, you can't spend them anywhere else but in Russia right now. Nobody's going to take your rubles. All right. So in the USA uh, and other Western markets, the stock market was down. It's been down. We all got hurt. All of us who have investments got hurt. All right. And I think it's temporary. And at the end of this broadcast of my final thought, I'm going to have some advice for you. I think it's temporary. But in Russia, it's not temporary. That's the difference. Okay, so crude oil hit $104 a barrel today. It's down, backed off a little bit. But remember, it was like $30 a barrel when Trump was in office. So we're going to be paying by the end of the summer for a gallon of gasoline here in the USA about $5 on average. So get ready for that. And that's going to doom the Democratic Party. It's absolutely going to doom it. So again, everyone in the world is affected by this action that Putin, one man, one man, has created all of this pain and chaos, not to mention a loss of life. You know, we don't know how many Ukrainians are dead, how many Russians are dead, soldiers. We don't know. I mean, there's some reporting, but not a lot. And so, but does Putin care about any of this? He does not. And that is a key. And I'll get to it in a moment. So President Biden, an hour and 20 minutes late again for his uh, speech to the world. That shows no discipline on the part of the White House. None. It's the second time this week. Hour and 20 minutes late. All right. So it's more sanctions. That's what it is. Here's soundbite number one. Go. We will limit Russia's ability to do business in dollars, euros, pounds, and yen to be part of the global economy. We'll limit their ability to do that. We're going to stunt the ability of, to finance and grow Rus the, the Russian military. We're going to impose major and we're going to impair their ability to compete in high-tech 21st century economy. Okay, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Biden doesn't know. He's going to slap all of these economic sanctions. Can they get around it? I guess Putin can get around it. He needs military stuff. He'll get it from China, tech from China. You know, but what else is Biden going to do? Now, he didn't knock out the uh, SWIFT banking system from Russia. Should have. That's where you can send money anywhere in the world quickly, right? That should be out. But he didn't do it. And none of the pinheaded press, you know, you got to ask him, why didn't you do that? I'm sorry, somebody did. If I remember correctly, and he said, well, we did worse things. Well, throw that in. What's the matter with you? Why are you holding that back? The invasion is the invasion. All right, second soundbite. Um has to do with the banks. Go. We've cut off Russia's largest bank, a bank that holds more than one-third of Russia's banking assets by itself, cut it off from the U.S. financial system. And today, we're also blocking four more major banks. All right, well, that's good. I mean, don't give him any dollars or euros. He wants yen? Fine. All right? That'll hurt. That'll hurt the Russian economy. But it will take time. And again, Putin's sitting on about $600 billion 
in hard assets. That's what he's got stashed. Okay? That's not going to do the Russian people any good. He's not going to give that to them. But he himself and his, and his oligarchs and the military generals, they'll get paid. Because he's got that reserve. So keep that in mind. Um, and then Biden pivoted into NATO. Go. As I made crystal clear, the United States will defend every inch of NATO territory with the full force of American power. And the good news is, NATO is more united and more determined than ever. There is no doubt, no doubt that the United States and every NATO ally will meet our Article 5 commitments, which says an attack on one is an attack on all. All right, so that's a strong statement. He's saying that if Putin attacks the Baltic states or any NATO member, then there will be a military confrontation. Okay. Um, Do I want that? No. Does anybody in the world want it? Maybe Putin. He might want it. Keep that in mind. The final soundbite I want to play for you is that uh, this is dangerous for everybody. And if, if there are isolationists in this country, go, oh, you know, why are we getting involved with this? This is dangerous. Roll it. This is a dangerous moment for all of Europe, for the freedom around the world. Putin has committed an assault on the very principles that uphold the global peace. But now the entire world sees clearly what Putin and his Kremlin, and, and his Kremlin allies are really all about. This was never about a genuine security concerns on their part. It was always about naked aggression. All right, so we all know now that uh, Putin wants to put together uh, the old Soviet Union, and he's willing to do it by force. All right. Now, these sanctions today were not strong enough, and they come from a weak president. And that's very important to understand. Joe Biden is a weak president. So the 80 million Americans who voted for him because they hated Donald Trump, they voted for a weak man to lead not only the United States, but the free world. And there's no question about that. Everyone knows he's a weak president, a weak leader. And that emboldened Putin. It didn't make Putin do Ukraine. Those people who say that Putin invaded Ukraine because of Biden, it's Biden's fault. That's wrong and unfair, okay? But certainly, it was a lot easier for Putin to invade Ukraine under Biden than under Trump. That's a fair statement and an accurate statement. Now, this is what I would have done if I were the President of the United States. Number one, I would have cut off all dollar transactions to Russia. That means no credit cards, you use your American Express in Moscow, you have business in St. Petersburg, uh, you're doing something in Vladivostok, you are not going to be allowed to use an American credit card or um, a check or anything else. No dollars to Russia. 100% freeze on dollars. Remember, the U.S. dollar is the world's currency. That's number one. Two, I would move heavy bombers, U.S. bombers, to Ramstein Air Force Base, which we control in Germany, all right? Now, this is a show of force. So you see those big bombers, and they'll sit on the runway in Ramstein. Well, everybody in the world will know this isn't just economics. He attacks a NATO nation militarily. He's going to get it. 
militarily. So Ramstein should have a full weight of American military authority now. Now. Send a message. Third, tell China and other countries, if they help Russia economically, if they provide tech, if they provide loans of any kind, they will be sanctioned by NATO and America economically. Flat out tell them. Is that a threat? That is a threat. Do you have to do it publicly? You do not. You do not. I would, but I'm a little bellicose, word of the day. But you can just have a conversation with them and find out you're helping them. You're on the list. And China, that economy over there is not solid. They can't take an economic sanction like that. And that any NATO country that doesn't go along with punishing Putin is out forever gone. Okay, and all of the benefits of that protection are not afforded to them. Hello, Italy. You hearing me? Okay, so I would have done those four things and the military aspect of what I just told you would have been controversial. Oh, you're you're igniting it. You're upping. No, I'm not. I'm backing up what Biden said, and I would have said the same thing. You attack NATO, then there's a war, a shoot war. Does anybody want that? No, nobody wants it. But what are you going to do? You don't let this guy run roughshod over the whole world. You don't let China do that. China will. China will. Okay. Now, I was wrong, as I told you yesterday, about uh, Putin. And here's why I was wrong. So I'm a man who does a lot of research, and I'm a historian. And uh, in my time with Donald Trump on the road with the Trump History Tour, I talked to him a lot about Putin, both on stage and off stage. And in my conversations with the former president, he portrayed Putin as lucid, as a man you could reason with. He did deals with Putin. Trump did. All right. So in my mind, I'm going, okay, bad guy, never liked him. You all know that. I asked Trump the toughest question anybody's ever asked him. Why are you supporting Putin? He's a killer. Remember that? All right. I went worldwide. I heard from the Russian ambassador on that one. But Putin is a killer. 250 journalists have even been murdered or disappeared in Russia since he's been in charge. 250. All right. And that doesn't even begin to get into all the dissidents of people in Russia who have disappeared and been murdered by Putin. Okay, so I thought that Putin was a villain and amoral and a sociopath, but you could reason with him. You can't. Because there's no gain for Russia in invading Ukraine. They get nothing out of it economically. The whole country is portrayed as a villainous operation. Okay, they're isolated from everyone. It's going to cost them trillions of dollars that they don't have. So why would any leader, if you were looking out for your own people, do it? No leader would unless you were unstable. Saddam, Adolf, all right? We've seen them. We know them. That's what Putin is. Doesn't care about the consequences of his actions. Extremely dangerous extremely dangerous. Now, Putin's got his money in Zurich, Switzerland, not a member of NATO. 
can't freeze his accounts. You go after his money, he's got a 50,000-foot vacation home on the Black Sea. 50,000 feet. I mean, this is a gangster. Okay, so I made that mistake, and I'm sorry. I'm not wrong often, and you know how happy I am when I have to say I'm wrong. But it was done out of research. It was done out of talking to the highest level of people. All right? A lot of people didn't think that Putin was going to do this. But self-destructive in the end. In the end, Putin will not prosper. You saw it today. Russian citizens took to the streets of Moscow to protest this. Of course, they were immediately arrested. And they'll be thrown in jail without any due process. That's Russian totalitarian. All right, now, China's watching all of this. Chinese are a little bit more economically reasonable because they have 1.5 billion people, most of whom don't have electricity and can barely feed themselves. And China could go up, and the Chinese Communist government in Beijing knows it. Okay? So they got to be more careful than Putin, but they're watching. Everyone in the world, as I said, is going to get hurt economically. Everyone. We're going to pay higher prices in America for everything because of Putin and Biden. I'll get to Biden in a moment. Now, in our history, there have been three weak presidents that have led us to disaster. There have been a lot of bad presidents. Okay. But three have led us to disaster. The first one was James Buchanan. Okay. Now, Buchanan did nothing to stop the South from seceding from the Union. He did nothing at all about anything. He was a horrible, terrible president. And Lincoln came in after him and faced Armageddon, the Civil War, because Buchanan did nothing to stop the South from gathering strength. All right, number one. Number two, Herbert Hoover. So Hoover takes over. All right. And the Great Depression hit six months into his first term in the 1930s, uh, early 30s. And Hoover does nothing, nothing to help the American people who are literally starving. He does nothing. Which leads FDR in and they had to do all kinds of stuff to clean up Hoover's mess. And now we have Biden. I told you before the election, you put this man in office, even if you despise Donald Trump, it's going to be bad. I didn't think it would be this bad. No one did. But he is a puppet of the progressive left. And can we now just stop the progressive left? Can we stop? The big thing here is that Joe Biden weakened the infrastructure of the United States by attacking the fossil fuel industry. He did not have to do that. Once he did it, inflation exploded because gas and oil and all the other fossil fuels cost more money because Biden's administration was strangling the industry with regulations, stopping pipelines, making it 10 times harder to operate. All right? 
So he weakened the fabric of this country. If we had a robust fossil fuel industry, Europe wouldn't need Putin. We could supply all that energy. But Biden tried to destroy it because of the Green New Deal. Can we have a hiatus from that, please, in the face of a, perhaps a world war? Please, you don't destroy your energy infrastructure until you have another one developed to take its place. Biden doesn't know any of this because he's not smart enough and he's weak and he's a puppet of the progressives. That was the big thing that allowed Putin to make billions and billions of dollars by selling energy to Europe when we could have done it and amass an infrastructure where he says, I don't care what they do to me. I got 600 billion. That's on Biden. And Biden goes, oh, we're going to all have to pay more. Why? Because he, you, Joe, you, and your stupidity by taking a theory and harming the biggest economic concern we have in the United States, fuel. Oh, it drives me nuts. And all these other progressive things, we got to stop this now. If I, I'm telling you, I don't have any progressive friends anymore. They're gone because I can't stomach them. Criminals running wild, murdering people because progressive DAs funded by George Soros don't want to punish the violent criminals. That's what you're giving me. You support that. Get out of my house. Out. I've had it. Biden is not going to get any better. And the Democratic Party has to get destroyed next November. I don't care whether you like Trump or not. Trump governed this nation in a responsible way where everybody prospered. And if you don't believe that, you're a moron. Every single thing, every single indicator was on positive territory. All the working people, no matter what color they were, were making more money and there were more jobs. We didn't have inflation. We didn't have supply problems. We didn't have any of it. Now we got all of it in addition to an open border. These progressives, you're telling me? That fair-minded individuals are still going to support progressives? Hey, California, blank you. Albany, New York. Not getting violent about this, but I don't, I feel, I've never felt stronger about anything in my life. I don't even entertain them. You say you're a progressive, bye. If you're a liberal, I'll talk to you all day long. You're a progressive? Gone. It's like being a Nazi. To me. I don't want to talk to any Nazis, any Klan members. I don't want to talk to them. They're not allowed on my property. The progressives now are in that category. They do so much damage to this country, to you and to me and to our children. Are we getting all this now? We got to stop this now. Biden did not cause 
that Ukraine invasion. It is not his fault. It's Putin's fault 100%. But we are a weaker country because of Biden by a lot. And if Trump would just wise up and stop the nonsense and run on his record, then we might get back some kind of responsible government. Mm. All right, that's it for Putin. That's it for Ukraine. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Let me know what you think. We'll pick it up on Monday. Um, I got a final thought on it, so hang tough. All right, the Pentagon is deploying 700 National Guard to protect Biden for State of the Union on Tuesday, March 1st. That is a good thing. All right, we don't want kooks going to D.C. to disrupt the State of the Union. That is wrong. I'm glad the Guard is there. And who asked for the Guard? Nancy Pelosi. And who rejected the Guard on January 6th? Nancy Pelosi. All right. What more can I say? She has got to go. Now, if Republicans take the House, she goes. Just that alone should be a shutout. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Now, these truckers, they're not going to get anywhere here in the USA um, it's not that they're doing anything wrong, they're not. But the COVID thing is gone. It's diminished. Uh, they're, they're floating around. Uh, Towers and Truckers for America is already in D.C. They're protesting. Fine. They don't like a lot of the policies I just laid out for you. Freedom Convoy uh, is supposed to leave Friday now. It was supposed to leave yesterday from L.A. Now it's Friday. This is not going to amount to much. They've applied for a a rally permit on the Washington Monument grounds, March 1st, day of the State of the Union. I don't mind a rally, but you're not going to bring your trucks in and stop all commerce. No. Okay. Um, so look, protest is protest. I support it. Nonviolent. If you break the law, you go to jail, you get a fine. That's our system. Most protesters accept that. Trudeau, uh, who's done, by the way, the truckers did him in. What do you see? Well, do you see what happens to him? He has lifted emergency powers against the truckers now because he knows he's finished in that uh, very liberal eastern part of Canada. Even the liberals are turning on Trudeau. Talk about a weak leader. He and Biden are tied. 
All right, this is an interesting story. Um, 220,000 illegal immigrants, according to the Border Patrol, have evaded capture since October of last year. Okay, so October, November, December, January, February, four months, 220,000. So you say, as I did, well, how do you know? If you didn't catch them, how do you know? Well, they have apparently all this surveillance cameras and sensors that they can pick up uh, migrants that sneak in here that they don't capture, and that's the number they put on it. Do I think that number is accurate? I think it's low. I think it's low. I don't think the Border Patrol's, maybe they're getting 50% of trying to cross, and the other 50 are in the wind. Big border. So here is the irony of all ironies. Are you ready? Okay. So 31 years ago today, February 24th, 1991, the Gulf War ground offensive began. All right, you'll remember Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait in August 1990, and it took Bush the Elder, um, what is that, nine months, seven months, to get the coalition together, and boom, they went in through Saudi Arabia. Uh, they destroyed Saddam's forces on the highway of death, uh, and the war was over in, what, 15 minutes? Um, they bombed for six weeks before the ground troops went in, and it was a tremendous victory. Uh, 10,000 Iraqi soldiers were killed, 148 Americans. Okay? So that happened 31 years ago today. You think Putin timed it? I mean, you know, history is something that it, it goes around. It, that's why I'm so fascinated by it. When I gave you Buchanan, Hoover, Biden, all three of them are very similar people. And it was a time when Americans weren't paying attention. All three of them were elected, should never have been elected. Biden, there is no way on earth a guy who hides in the basement should get 80 million votes. And it was only because people were voting against Trump. All right? So, okay, but you're hurting your country. And that's the point I tried to make to the, my friends who were Biden supporters. I said, you have made it, but this, is, this guy's going to be a disaster. He's been more of a disaster than I ever imagined him to be. And it's not going to get any better. Now, if Congress shifts to the Republicans, the damage can be mitigated on Biden. He can still write executive orders, but he's not going to have any power because all the committees will go over to the GOP GOP will write legislation. They'll launch investigations. Biden, think he's befuddled now? He'll just go to Delaware and never come to Washington, which would be a good thing. That's how important his election in November. I can't even imagine that the Democrats are, you know, it's going to be bloody, as they say. And now, if I'm wrong on that, I might retire. Because that Putin thing really bothers me. You know, I looked at that, I said, that, that SOB isn't going to destroy his own country by going into Ukraine for nothing. He's not going to do that. He did it. He did it. And you know what? Cheers to U.S. intelligence. U.S. intelligence had it nailed. So we have been very skeptical, many of us, about U.S. intel. They had this down. They knew. And as far as media coverage is concerned, since they fired the corrupt people over at CNN, CNN's been better. All right, not their stupid commentators who are all going to get fired, by the way, as soon as uh, 
the new company comes in discovery, 70% of those air people gone. But Clarissa Ward, that reporter they have over in Ukraine for CNN, she's excellent. She is really, really good. And Fox has got uh, Jennifer Griffin, who's excellent too, but Jennifer's in D.C. Okay, but she's, when Jennifer comes on, I pay attention. But I, can't, I you know, I was waiting for, uh, for Biden today because it's going to be 1230, it's 1.30, you know, we got to wait. So I'm, I'm watching the coverage. I don't, MSNBC is not even in the game for me. They don't cover the news. It's like a cartoon channel. You know how they segment the channels in the, in the cable operations? That should be in the cartoon thing. That's how terrible they are. But CNN and Fox, I'm going back and forth. I can't tell you the amount of gibberish, because they had to, what they call in, in TV news, they had to fill. Because everybody's expecting a 1230, then they're expecting a 130. Biden doesn't show up because he's so befuddled. They don't know what, you know, he's reading a script over 18 times, so he doesn't, he still boots it. Um, but anyway, the amount of gibberish that I heard, I mean, they bring on these generals. The generals say what you already know, that we knew four days ago. I was just a horror. No, you don't learn anything. There's no insight at all. There's no solution to anything. It's just, then there's a panel and five people. You don't know who they are. They're not saying anything. It's so, how can you make this boring? Has this show been boring to you? All right, I've been on air now for 33 minutes. Have you been bored 10 seconds of that 33? This is a big story. This affects everybody. These people made it boring. I'm just sitting there going, come on, Biden. I was mad because I didn't want to listen to them anymore. Get Biden in here. Okay. Um, fast break. I got some mail uh, questions on Ukraine, and I got a final thought that's important. Right back. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's go to the mail. Um, Forrest, concierge member, please check that out on BillOReilly.com. You get direct access to me and I can help you. 
Is the situation really 100% Putin's fault, Bill? Don't get me wrong, he's a bad guy, but doesn't some responsibility fall on Biden and his weakness for not being able to contain Putin? Look, it's 100% Putin's fault, all right? The actual catastrophe is 100% on Putin. Biden, his problem is weakening the United States, which he has done. That's his problem. Putin didn't weaken the United States. Biden did. But Biden didn't force Putin to go to Ukraine. There's no excuse for going there. Ronnie, being a simple man like you say you are, O'Reilly, I don't understand your comment on energy independence. If we export more oil than we import, why simply not stop both? You can't stop both. Number one, the oil companies are in business to make money. They can make money by selling oil overseas. They're going to make money, and you can't stop them. All right? That's capitalism. Number two, we could hoard oil here, and we should. But the Green New Dealers have knocked that out. Ron Shule, Lombard, Illinois, can you shed some light on why Putin wants to invade Ukraine? What does it benefit Russia? It doesn't benefit Russia at all. He wants to be um, a czar and reunite the splendor and glory of the Soviet Union. He's delusional. He's unstable. Vicky Whitmakers, Pontevedra, Florida. Will Ukraine bomb Russia back? No, because they can't. They can fight them, and they will to some extent, but Russian military power is overwhelming. I mean, once a Ukraine plane goes up, it'll be up there for about 30 seconds before it'll be blown out of the sky. Ashley Alley, Murals Inlet, South Carolina. Bill, why exactly isn't Ukraine a part of NATO? Didn't want to be. Okay, the present government of Ukraine did not want to be in NATO. It wanted to be non-aligned because it thought by being non-aligned, it wouldn't provoke Putin. There you go. I'm glad Ukraine isn't part of NATO. I don't want a shooting war. Rial Williams, Long Neck, Delaware. Hey, Bill, what do regular folks in Russia think about what Putin is doing? They don't have any say. Now, some of them demonstrated, as I mentioned, and they were immediately arrested. But if you're a regular person in in Russia, you have no power. You have no say. You can be arrested at any time. (laughs) Now. If the economy collapses there and you don't have enough to eat, then Putin's in trouble. Then you'd see an uprising. But it would take a massive uprising. It may happen. That's what NATO and America wants to do. Break the economy of Russia so the people uprise. And it could happen. But it's going to be a while. Catherine Gorham, Franktown, Colorado. If the Republicans take Congress in November, could they correct the damage has done Biden has done to our energy production. No. They can't open a pipeline. It's executive order. Robert Slaney, Port Washington, New York. After hearing your interview with Mr. Ellison on the No Spin News, I immediately bought his book. Ellison was very impassioned. Okay. Uh, We have another question. Uh, Why didn't I agree with him? Because I don't think every Democrat wants to hurt black people. I thought he, he, he was way too general on that. That was my disagreement with him.
Arlene, if somebody asks for forgiveness and they do repent, we should forgive them. If they don't ask for forgiveness, we should still forgive them because if you don't, resentment and hatred will consume you. Some people get consumed by that. Some people just say, you know, I'm not forgiving a person who's not, you know, sorry. I just ignore the person. But, you know, if, if somebody is sincere, you should forgive them. But remember the word restitution. Tania Mendez, nice name. Lake, Lady Lake, Florida. Hey, Bill, will you be doing another tour with President Trump? I don't know. You know, at this point, he's busy, I'm busy. I don't know. All right. So um, if you go to BillOReilly.com, we have two really interesting discussions, one with Bernie and Sid on WABC Radio, one with Glenn Beck. Uh, They're radio discussions, and they are good. And both disagree with me to some extent. So that is there for you. Anybody can access that. You don't have to be a premium or concierge member. And I hope you do. My message of the day is uh, is on the progressive movement. We talked about it a little. Um, My uh, book, Uh, Killing the Killers out May 3rd. We hope you all pre-order it. Uh, We'll give you a free sticker. Regret your 2020 vote yet? You should. Uh, You get that free. I'll be in Genesee Theater, Waukegan, Illinois, on March 31st. Ticketmaster has uh, Duquettes. And I hope you come and see me. We'll have a lot to talk about. All right, quick break, and then we'll be back with the final thought. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus so here is the final thought of the day don't panic very simple all right don't sell your stocks don't do anything sit tight nobody knows what's going to happen i don't know i can't tell you all right I don't know how crazy Putin is. I don't know if the sanctions will hurt him immediately, whether it'll take six months. Biden doesn't know. All right. I don't know what the next move is. I don't know what China's going to do. Don't know any of it. I do know that our economy is essentially strong. And I do know that the market will rise in anticipation of a Republican victory in November. I'm not telling you to buy now because there are some bargains out there. But, you know, some other thing happens. Markets down 700 points in a day. I am telling you to sit tight. Don't even look at it. I, don't, I, I didn't even look at my statement when it came in this week. I don't want to see it because it's going to be very, very different in August. All right. Peace of mind is very important. My daughter is texting me all day. Are we going to go to war? Calm her down. Okay. All right. 
I believe in God. I don't think he wants a worldwide conflagration. Putin is a problem. We need to crush him, crush him economically. And I, I don't know whether these sanctions, I would have done more. I told you what I would have done. Okay. I don't know. Nobody knows. But don't panic. It's the worst thing you can do. Panic sell. Stay in the basement. Live your life. Thank you for watching. We'll have a column on this whole thing on Sunday noon. And we'll see you again soon.